For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore LinkedIn's new company page features, new personal profile features, and a lot more with Judy Fox. If you want to understand how to benefit from these LinkedIn changes, then be sure to stick around. We believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm Michael Stelzner. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. If you want to improve your exposure and sales with social video, something hot and exciting, then check out our brand new Social Video Summit. 12 Social Video Pros will show you the way. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash summit. And now for this week's expert guest, Judy Fox is a LinkedIn strategist. Her course is called LinkedIn Business Accelerator Program, and she's absolutely amazing. Welcome to the show for the very first time, Judy. How are you doing today? Excited to be here. So we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, let's start with company pages. What, if anything, has changed recently with company pages? I would first just love to say I love company pages. So can we just start like acknowledging that company pages are not dead in the water? I want people to use them. So starting with that, they get visibility. I actually get sometimes more visibility, even though I have less followers on a company page, I can get more visibility per post as it relates to the follower count. That's awesome. So percent engagement is very high, anywhere from nine to 15%. And that is incredible compared to Facebook, which is typically less than 1%. So absolutely yes. awesome. So LinkedIn is showing your company page and your company posts. The best way to describe the updates for company pages is it's now looking and feeling more like a website. So the ability to promote your products is available for company pages. And I was telling Michael before the show I was going out and doing research to find company pages that are using this brand new feature and not a lot of companies are using it. So you direct people to the post that you were just mentioning, Michael, before we started. Yeah, folks, you can Google product pages on Social Media Examiner to find that particular post and product pages. Essentially, my understanding of them is it's a special page that lives on your company page, right? That allows you to do some cool things. Yeah. You can do video reviews. Okay. What else? Get testimonials from people that like to have a client do a video review saying, I have this XYZ product. I'm looking for something on my desk. A nice fancy hairbrush. <laughs> and if they do a product review, they can upload a video, which is really powerful. Very cool. Well, and lead gen forms, I guess, is new to company product pages as well, which I think is fascinating because 
I think prior to this, I don't think there's ever been anything outside of a paid product that allowed you to generate leads on Facebook, right? Has there been any forms that you could ever have on LinkedIn that weren't part of a paid ads product? I don't think there was. Yeah. When I was reading the rollout for this, it acknowledged how much has happened in the pandemic and how much they were going to roll out for free. And it was a benefit for, obviously it's still a benefit for LinkedIn, but for them to give access to parts of the platform that were previously paid has been a game changer for a lot of brands and companies. So awesome. getting more people to spend time on the platform honestly probably gets people to pay for more upgraded accounts. So what else has changed? Stories. Talk about stories, right? Because this is also something that a lot of people may not understand that's rolled out. So what can we do with in, uh, I almost said Instagram stories. <laughs> what can we do with LinkedIn stories specifically on our pages now? Well, it's interesting you mention Instagram stories because if you've ever experienced as a brand or as somebody running an Instagram story on a brand account or a company account, you might look at the top of that account and see tons of stories all the way up there. The difference is on LinkedIn, because not a lot of people are using them, imagine being on Instagram 10 years ago or what, you know, I don't know how long ago you want to go back, but they're only having a few circles up there where there weren't that many people creating stories. So number one, people just need to acknowledge that the stories exist for companies, for the company page to be able to post an Instagram, or I was about to say Instagram too, (laughs) a LinkedIn story and you get swipe up. So there is no threshold of how many followers over on your company page. You immediately, the moment you post a story, you get a chance to swipe up to a product link, a lead generation page, an opt-in, a live stream video like we're doing right here, just sending the link and saying swipe up to come visit this video I'm watching right now with Judy and Michael talking. (laughs) Gary is saying he likes LinkedIn stories because he can add links, right? And not everybody can do that on all the platforms. Like I don't think on Twitter, you can do that. Uh, And on Instagram, if you don't have enough followers, you can't do that. From the stories perspective for pages, is the functionality identical to the personal profiles from your experience? From my user experience, yes. I run several company pages and the posts we've been making mirror exactly the same type of content and accessibility for the company stories. So I'm also seeing this question, does the person who is going to do the company story need to have LinkedIn stories? It's the same. But if they're an admin or whatever on the LinkedIn page, then they can publish, right? You have to be an admin. Okay. Just an admin, right? I don't even remember if there's different levels or something. There are different levels. I haven't tested out which level of admin, but from what I've been able to experience on the admin pages I have access to that I'm not a super admin, I have access to their stories. Now, the functionality isn't quite as strong as Instagram, right? I mean, like you can't do all the exciting things that you can do with Instagram. Correct. All those either moving giffies and things you might add or filters, the text feature where you write out text on the screen. It has some desirable features for different fonts that are just not available on LinkedIn yet. So if you really have a brand that has a certain look and a certain type of creativity, you may still want to build out all your stories on another platform or wherever you build them out. Some people build their stories out on Canva, other locations online to make them match their brand messaging, and then they upload them to LinkedIn from their phones. 
some people are asking, does every page now have it? Cause some people aren't seeing it. Supposedly it's rolled out or is it just in America? Do you know for pages? It should have rolled out for company pages everywhere. So what I would say, I've had some people have to remove their app and it's only on your phone. Uh, okay. So if you don't see stories, it's, and you're looking on your desktop, it would not be there. So you have to look on your phone. And if you are the admin of a company page, you should see it at the top. One more question on your personal profile. Are you allowed to have links or is this only for company stories? On your personal profile, you have to have two things to have links. You have to have 5,000 followers and you have to set your account to be primary follow instead of connect. Ah, okay, cool. Well, that's a great transition into the personal profile stuff. So let's talk about some of the new features that they rolled out for personal profiles. So the very first one that is exciting is when you go live on LinkedIn now, instead of going live just in the newsfeed, your live stream will actually go live on your LinkedIn banner. So where your banner is located on your LinkedIn account. So it's up at the top, your banner on your LinkedIn account will actually become the full live stream. Huh. Okay. So I'm not sure if I'm able to go over to Michael. So what I'm hearing you say is the graphic at the top of your personal profile, when you're live, it just fills it automatically with the video. That's what I'm hearing you say. Correct. You're not going to see this in my profile because we're not going live on my profile. We're going live on our company page. Yeah. We're going live on social media examiner. I was just yeah. looking. So what else has changed about the personal profiles? That you have something they now rolled out, which is called creator mode. So you're able to only see it within your own dashboard. And it's right there called creator mode. What does that mean exactly? Talk to us about that. When you turn it on, you get a couple of things. Number one, that top circle profile turns into a video. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. Wasn't that cool? Did you just see it? So when you turn on this uh, creator profile thing, you can assign instead of just image, you can actually put a video in there, but it's not, it's, yep. it's obviously no audio playing, right? Not right there, but it plays, it auto plays the video. See? Oh, that's totally cool. It's a talking circle of, so it's the equivalent of getting access to a story highlight right here for your profile picture. And that is exclusively in the app or is that also on the desktop? Asked Neil. It's also on the desktop. Very cool. What yes. else does this creator thing do? I mean, is that it? Is it just this little animated thing? No. So the whole goal of creator mode is to start to highlight people making content for LinkedIn. So that is the ultimate goal is to start realizing that people who are writing posts, creating content, having and sharing news and insights on the platform they want those people to be the experts and to be seen in their industry as news sources, insights, all the people, all the blogs and podcasts. They want all of that to start getting visibility. So the number one thing is the hashtags. They start giving you five hashtags that you want your content to be seen in. So you get to feature your top five hashtags. Is there any reason that somebody should not use this feature? I mean, like, it sounds like it just enables new features. It doesn't take away any other features, right? Yes. So if you were a job seeker, potentially you may not want this feature, especially if your goal is not to become a content creator or put posts out there. 
So there may also be people who are just not interested in creating posts and content for LinkedIn. Maybe they would post once a month or something a little less frequent and just be a community contributor instead of being a content creator. However, uh, if you want these hashtags and you want this video, for lack of better words, avatar, this is, and I'm, I'm imagining they're probably going to build out some more functionality for creators. Is that kind of where you believe they're going here? Yes. I've already seen news reports talking about the audio only feature coming for LinkedIn that they're looking into adding to the profile. <laughs> Wait, is this like a clubhouse thing or is this like a Correct. play button for podcasts or is it both? No, it's a clubhouse. It's a room that would collect people to have a conversation on a topic. Everybody's kind of doing it now, aren't they? With this clubhouse kind of copycat stuff. It's fascinating. I think it makes sense. Do you honestly think anybody's going to go on on LinkedIn to listen to audio conversations? I just, cause everything is typically short form content on there, right? I think it just depends how they build it out. If they build it out in a way that allows people to have and meet certain type of connection conversations. So it may meet the need of all the people who wish they could have a quick connection, a 15 minute connection. The possibility of jumping into an audio room with a small group of people or even a private audio room may give accessibility to Make it faster to connect with people and have those quick 15 minute coffee chats that you wish you could have with a lot of people. I'm thinking like that in my headspace for how LinkedIn could quickly move in that direction. If somebody wants to turn this function on, how do they do it? The creator mode feature, which again, does not have the audio yet. It's just... I see things coming. Yeah. What I meant is they just want the creator feature. So how do they turn that on? They just go to their profile. So it's going to be in your profile dashboard either on your desktop or on your cell phone. It's in, it's called your dashboard and it's private to you. And it's just going to say creator mode. I tell people all the time, if you're still not sure if you have all the updates, go out to the app store, make sure that you've updated your app. Got it. So, and I would imagine you could toggle it on and off if you want to experiment with it, right? Correct. Very cool. So the next part of creator mode is they actually, instead of having your about section, they actually feature your content. So they move your featured content up higher and they actually will, you can get all of your last posts. So one, two, three, four, your last six posts are now featured instead of your comments. So we used to be able to see your likes and your comments and reaction. Your all activity was featured right here. They don't feature creator mode all activity. They only feature the events you're part of, the live streams you're part of. They truly only feature you as a content creator now. Very cool. All right. Well, we've got some more things to talk about, but before we go there, did we miss anything on the company pages or the personal profile stuff? Do you feel like we covered it all? Like uh, Chip is saying, he's shocked that these features are not available in LinkedIn groups, but LinkedIn groups, I mean, like, I hate to say it, but they used to be really cool, but they're not really that big a deal anymore, aren't they? They're not. I'm still sometimes surprised that LinkedIn groups have not taken off or they haven't invested as much as they could into the LinkedIn group experience. I go back and forth. But again, I think where if I had to make a educated guess, the company pages is a powerful way to collectively 
create a group experience. And I think that might be the direction where groups might live. Yeah. Do you think this room thing that they're working on for the creator profiles might come to pages eventually so that businesses can host like meetups and stuff like that virtually? It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense to either link the audio experience to an event So I would say LinkedIn events has also gone through a lot of, I don't know what you like updates and facelifts of, you can now, when you create a LinkedIn event, you can have an opt-in and collect people's emails. So I know that, you know, that is the direction they realize companies want. I think with the group experience, I don't know if they just felt like they just couldn't compete with other group experiences you could have on other platforms and all the functionality. Okay. We've got a bunch more updates. Um, first of all, LinkedIn has stopped collecting what they call IDFA, which I think has something to do with the iOS 14 update. Do you, do you understand what that news is about? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I'm not necessarily an expert on all the iOS, Google, how much data they're gathering on us when we're on all the apps. But I do know that from a privacy and a ad kind of space. I guess they're coming from a safe perspective where we're not going to collect as much information to sell basically, or to be available for sale of your information out there in the worlds of what is it? Target, target advertising. Yeah. And then something to do with InMail. What's going on with InMail? So they've added or they're rolling out because I haven't seen it on my profile yet, but it is the read receipts to be able to tell that somebody actually read So when we're in our direct messages on other platforms, sometimes we have the little circle of your image goes down and you can see, oh, the person's reading my message. And sometimes we see the little dots where you know somebody's typing a message to you and you're like, oh, what are they going to say? So basically on LinkedIn, they're adding those two new features. I'm not sure how important that is for some people, but... It just depends if you want to leave the feature on and if that is something where you're into fast back and forth and you want to know when somebody read a message from you. Yeah. And I guess there's some new data from LinkedIn that the shorter in-mails are really better than the longer ones. Do you have any experience with that? I mean, have you found super short and to the point messages? I think, yes. So first of all, shorter because we are overwhelmed with information hitting us, especially in-mails when they come out of the blue. We don't expect them especially because we normally somebody who in-mails you is not somebody you typically know. Right. So a short message, I definitely saw the, I don't know, the data and the results, which is powerful data for them to share. And I think because they don't always share the behind the scenes data of in-mails and what works, I think that was eye-opening. And yes, having about, what did they say? 400 characters or less is a short in-mail that can generate a response. I mean, it makes intuitive sense as a marketer. When you text message a friend, you keep it super short. You usually don't type more than 10 words even, right? So obviously if you don't know the person, you have to type a little bit more, but the longer the, if it looks like an email, probably people aren't going to read it inside of LinkedIn, right? Cause it's just too much. It's got to be tightened to the point. Now, this next thing is kind of surprising to me. LinkedIn is encouraging people to behave, quote unquote, professionally. What is this all about? (laughs) Talk to me about this. 
So I try to sometimes pay attention to how LinkedIn wants to curate the conversation and hold a high level of leadership and professionalism on the platform. We want safety online that we're not going to come across content or voices that are either troll behavior or any type of inappropriate types of content. Here's what I think. I think LinkedIn is saying, hey, everybody, we're not Facebook. We don't want you to post pictures of your coffee and your cats. And maybe that's really what they're saying here, because I actually think that that's starting to work in a positive way on LinkedIn. A lot more lifestyle kind of posts and stuff are showing up on LinkedIn. And it seems like LinkedIn doesn't want that. I mean, am I wrong or am I reading this incorrectly? Um, In some ways, I am reading it a little differently. I think what I'm seeing, especially because I'm following Daniel Roth, who is a chief editor of the LinkedIn News, and he is now doing a weekly post and a weekly subscribe newsletter that you are able to see what he is interested in, what content, what live streams, what videos, and some of the stuff that he promoted this past week was a little on the balance of work-life balance or showing the outside of work-life and how it impacts. We're all, I'm at home right now. I mean, many of us have, you know, not traveled for an entire year. And so we've had to do so many more things from locations that we weren't always prepared to do them. So I think the wall is a little bit further. This particular post, he shows a picture of a pug wearing a little costume and he said, this is not, you know, essentially (laughs) advised, at least if you're doing marketing on the platform. And this is from the marketing solutions division, right? Correct. But I would imagine if you're selling dog costumes, then you're going to do this kind of stuff. And they're also talking about Fleetwood Mac and drinking ocean cranberry spray and all those, you know, TikTok things that have gone crazy. It just seems like they're saying, hey, LinkedIn is a little different. And if you want to use it for marketing, keep it focused on business. And where I'm going with this is I've seen a lot of people, especially with their personal branding, use it very, very effectively to talk about the struggle and of whatever it is to be an entrepreneur or to be a business person. You get the sense that's appropriate on the platform because it's related to business, or do you get a sense that they're trying to say, no, we really just want you to talk about, you know, boring things people talk about in the world of business and marketing? I mean, I have made, and I've worked with companies. I worked with a brand that was making health protein powder, health bars, and they were actually on the biggest loser, which, you know, the fact that we have a short attention span, they understand what truly gets attention and what would get on the biggest loser, if that makes sense from a storytelling point. So yes, we were uploading TikTok videos because they were short, they were creative, they were eye-catching, and they got more people interested in the healthcare bars that were being generated. It's just, it's kind of hard to tell a brand that that's how they have to show up when it does work to sell them products. Yeah. Well, anyways, I just thought it was kind of an interesting thing that LinkedIn published this and I'm of the mindset that the more you can connect with your customers and prospects in a more humanizing way for your brand, the more better I think it is for the business. And I think we all agree on that. And I think maybe it was more for like those people that are just coming over from Instagram, you know, or Facebook where they're just used to publishing things that are controversial. Like you said, maybe that was the message. I don't know. But anyways, I found it really fascinating. So today we talked about 
about some really exciting things. And I know we've just scratched the surface, Judy, of what you cover all the time. And I know you're active on Clubhouse and you've got a lot of things going on. So if people want to track you down, where's the best place to find you? Where can they learn more about you, Judy? So the main thing to go to is LinkedIn. So first of all, let's find each other on LinkedIn. The easiest way to find me is in the search bar. You can literally type the words hashtag Fox Rocks and you will find my most recent posts. It's like getting a live stream of all of my content because that's the power of hashtags on LinkedIn. So I was telling Michael before the show that I was focused on growing the hashtags because LinkedIn is truly going to feature your content because of the hashtags. They're showing up in the newsfeed now. That's very cool. Judy is also super active on Clubhouse too. I'll just plug it. She's amazing. She's very, very entertaining. So if you're looking to learn more about LinkedIn, (laughs) follow her on Clubhouse. Judy, do you have a website you want to send anybody to just in case? Yeah, you can find me at judifox.com and it should have all of my socials, all of the fun things that you want to see. And if you want to get access to the LinkedIn Business Accelerator program that I offer. And by the way, folks, don't forget to check out our brand new social video summit at socialmediaexaminer.com slash summit. That's where we focus on pretty much almost all the other channels that we didn't talk about today with short form video, things like TikTok, things like Instagram. So if you want to really get that short form video to the next level, then check it out, socialmediaexaminer.com slash summit. And by the way, if you are podcast listening and you want to add another podcast to your lineup, check out my social media marketing podcast. Until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Catch you all later. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.